Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we've got to talk about artificial intelligence because you could be making less money than you should thanks to AI, especially when it's your boss. Now, here's what's going on, and this is coming from Ali Schweitzer of NPR, and Ali, thank you very much. This was a great article, and I'm cribbing from her and paraphrasing her quoting directly because it's just really solid, but here's the backdrop to what's going on. There are two brothers out there who drive for Uber, and they recently conducted an experiment. So while they were sitting together in the same room, they simultaneously opened up the Uber app as drivers to see which one could actually earn more money doing the exact same work, meaning because they're so close, they should be getting the same ride that's coming in. If I'm sitting at a corner and saying, hey, I need a car, these two should be getting it, and one's making more than the other. Now, in a video published on the Rideshare Guy YouTube channel, the brothers recorded themselves looking for these rides. Now, they found that Uber showed them nearly identical jobs, but offered to pay one of them just a little better than the other. Now, Here's the question, had Uber's algorithm somehow calculated their worth d differently? And the answer to that is yeah, absolutely. According to University of California's Vina Dupal, or Dubal, excuse me, she's with the College of Law um, from, that, uh, from that university and as a professor in a recent paper, she said that Rideshare apps promote, quote, algorithmic wage discrimination, end quote, by personalizing wages for each driver based on the data <clears throat> that they gather from them. Now, these algorithms are proprietary to Uber or Lyft or whoever. And so basically workers or meaning, meaning those that are driving the cars have no way of knowing how their data is being used. Quote, the app is their boss. Uh, when Dubal was talking to Edition A's, uh, Editions, Morning Editions A. Martinez, I cannot speak today. Quote, but unlike a human boss uh, who you can negotiate with or withhold information from, these algorithms know so much more about these workers. And I think she is absolutely true there. Now, Uber says that basically those workers that drive an electric vehicle, for example, get $1 bonus per ride, but the company does not use driver's personal data to set the pay rates. Quote, Uber does not personalize fares to individual drivers and a driver's race, ethnicity, acceptance rate, total earnings, or prior trip history are not considered when calculating fares. That's according to a spokesperson for Uber. Lyft chimed in and said that Dubal's paper was biased and said that it relies on cherry-picked data and debunked anecdotal information. Personalized digital pay, for the record, is already the new norm in some workplaces, according to Dubal, and it's begun to attract attention from the regulators. So here's basically how this wage discrimination works, uh, according to Ali Schweitzer, uh, who wrote on Dubal's work. Rideshare drivers say essentially that the app is basically their boss, and unlike a human boss, as I mentioned, that you can negotiate with, uh, algorithms know basically a ton about you. That's how this works. They know how much a worker is willing to accept for a particular ride. They know how much workers are trying to earn on any given day, how long they'll work, and all of those things. And they can really personalize how much that worker makes in order to influence their behavior. In other words, if you're like a top-tier rated driver, you're driving all over the place, you're taking oddball jobs, they might pay you more because, honestly, you're willing to do more as opposed to the person that says, oh, I'll do this for two hours a day, take a couple of rides and call it a day, and here we are. So basically, ride-sharing companies are treating their workers as independent contractors. We already know that. It's not like Uber's giving everybody health insurance. So they can't necessarily tell them what to do and where to go. But 
but instead they use pay mechanisms to essentially influence behavior. They learn everything they can about, you know, the, the driver, for example, and then they use that knowledge to shape how you get paid. So in other words, one of the brothers may be, may be more prolific for Uber than the other, and so he's getting paid more. Maybe he's got a slightly nicer car. Maybe he's willing to drive further distances. You know, maybe he obeys the speed limit better because Uber's, you know, matching that and looking at that. You know, this is what we're talking about here. In a more familiar employment setting where workers make different amounts of money to do similar jobs, we have a legal standard here in the United States, as do many other countries, and that is equal pay for equal work. In other words, I can't be making $50,000 a year, and my counterpart is doing the exact same job making thirty, dollars uh, unless there is some huge discrepancy there in what we're doing or skill sets, whatever. Because in those contexts, there's often some logic as to why people are earning more. It could be seniority and skill and experience. But that is often transparent. If I've been on the job 20 years, I'm going to be making more than the person right out of college or right out of trade school, whatever that is. There's also laws that ensure companies check their own practices to make sure that people are earning roughly the same amounts for the same work. Now, what's complicated about algorithmic pay or the artificial intelligence being your boss is that there's no set discernible logic. Instead, it might be that that person works for a really long time, works really hard, has the most experience, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But we honestly can't quantify that or know that. That's the secret sauce. These are black box algorithms. And so some of these firms have in their own research found that these practices can lead to women earning less than men. They ascribe these differences to the algorithms. But if these algorithms are recreating traditional wage differences that are illegal under employment laws, meaning I can't be making $50,000 a year and I have the exact same skill set and capability as, let's say, a woman next to me who's making $35,000 a year or even $45,000 a year, something here is off is obviously wrong. It could also be illegal under antitrust laws as well. Again, this is new territory. Artificial intelligence is really just coming into its own in the last like five ten years it's been around for a lot longer but now with the chat gpts of the world we're really seeing its presence and we're looking at these things now there's a potential to say that some of this is price fixing if all of these are independent contractors basing all the writers are independent contractors again nobody's getting health insurance and benefits other than just a wage from uber lyft take your pick now this is being right now litigated in california courts but absent finding on an antitrust violation, this isn't necessarily illegal. And here we are. The FTC or Federal Trade Commission is looking into this as well. But I think this is an interesting point because when you're looking at artificial intelligence, and I've done videos and podcasts and on my radio show before as well on this, uh, where AI is essentially your boss or the interviewer that gets you the job, meaning it's reading your resume, and there's a whole classes out there now on how to make your resume stand out to an artificial intelligence, but companies have taken it further, especially in Europe. I think it was like Sweden or Finland, one of the Scandinavian countries, where they actually had an artificial intelligence conduct the interview and was recording the person's face to get their facial expressions and all of that. And that, I think, is, is difficult, because if you're looking at somebody on paper or you simply have an algorithm to say, this person on paper looks great, maybe there's something in the personality that the artificial intelligence simply cannot understand that makes that person more of a team player more of a you know independent person if that's needed whatever that is and it goes the same way here and so these two brothers i think did the world a service by showing us that the ubers of the world while they may be exactly the same are paying them differently but i would like to know if there are actual differences do they work both 40 hours a week do they both drive the same distances is one of them driving a maserati and the other one is driving a honda civic i mean there, there's a lot of things that that go into these kinds of calculations and quite frankly 
we're not going to know this until there's actually regulation on this or, or, or some kind of lawsuit or something that exposes this. And until then, we're kind of left in the dark. So if you drive for Uber, you drive for Lyft, or you have an artificial intelligence that in some way, shape, or form is setting your wage or judging your performance, the best thing that you can do is try to find out as much information as you possibly can. You might be part of a class action in the next five to 10 years. We'll see what happens. But that is your news of the day. Again, thanks to Allie Schweitzer of NPR for writing a great article. You should all follow her. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter as well. So follow me too. Same with YouTube.com. Uh, you know, follow me there. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.